Welcome to the Sovereign Medicine Podcast. Our mission is to guide you back to your true nature. From here, you can lovingly create a life of joy, purpose, fulfillment, and abundance with ease, grace, and flow. Together with our guests, we will cross the threshold of the logical mind, diving deep into the innate intelligence that resides in each and every cell of our body. As you journey with us, you will discover the tools within and around you to tap back into your true nature and to discover who and what you truly are. Hello everybody, it's Dan here and I am really excited to be back in podcast mode after a little break over the summer. And that's something that's just happened organically. I put a lot of fire into the process of getting this thing off the ground in in November and even putting out four podcasts, I I think, in in one month, end of November and start of December. Um, So that was a wonderful way to kickstart things. And then what I have learned, what I'm discovering, what I'm hearing from others is that um, summer, Here in the Southern Hemisphere is at the end of one year, the start of a new year. And if we follow the ways of the Northern Hemisphere, it seems like the start of a new year is the time to reinvent yourself and create a a new you and get on track with things for the year. But down under, it is really the culmination of every season that's come before it. We get to the height of the light, the peak of summer, full yang. And while there's a lot of energy available, it's also a great time to cruise, to get outside a lot, to go swimming, to spend time in, in the sun, to move your body, to exercise, to connect, and to um, yeah, connect with friends, family, do what you're passionate about. So I found organically having that break over January was fantastic and really stoked for what's coming forth in the next coming months, the next season as we shift into autumn here. What I'm really excited about is the launch of sovereignmedicine.com. So that website is live and kicking now and the e-commerce store is up and running and there are a select number of beautiful, powerful, potent, um, incredible products that I would love you to check out. Particularly this month, we have been focusing on sleep. So there is a spectacular sleep tonic on there, which will likely bring you a bit of information in, in future episodes with, with the maker, as well as um, tuning in with a, a hypnotherapist around uh, what it, it takes to just wind the mind down, connect with the body and drift into a beautiful dreaming state. So this tonic, I call it the triple Z sleep tonic, seems to have like this beautiful intelligence of the plant kingdom. You take it about half an hour before you like to fall asleep, lie down in your bed or, or sit in bed and meditate. And if you tune in, you'll notice like this subtle shift as your brainwaves shift from beta into alpha. You might see some visuals. And as you get still and quiet, you'll slip down into theta. And eventually, when you're asleep, um, we found through um, looking at, at Fitbit data that people actually um, lengthen 
their time in, in deep sleep, which is really incredible. Now, you can try that yourself with a, a, a watch and track your, your sleep patterns and let us know if you do. I'd love to see more of that data. But for the, the empirical, like the, the old school experiential style, which is really what um, you know we're on about here at Sovereign Medicine, is your experience. Yeah, we're finding across the board that this is helping people to sink into rest um, more quickly. You wake up less during the night. When you do, it's easy to fall back asleep. And what I find really incredible is every morning, just around the crack of dawn, I'm feeling fresh. I've got that energy there, and it feels like I'm, I'm coming out of a, a deep journey, out of the, yeah, a dreaming journey into um, the present moment and attuned, aligned with the circadian rhythms of nature ready to get up with the sun and that is really exciting because that really sets the scene for the day so as we come to the end of summer we begin to turn inward again to bring in all of that growth and to nourish that seed within to strip away some of you know what we what we don't want to carry forward into our next cycle and to focus on what's really important. So that segues us in to this current episode with Nicholas Perrin. Nicholas is a coach and guide on the inner journey, the journey of the soul. And I took that journey with him personally last year. What we discussed in this episode was what it really takes to make the shift in your life Firstly, internally, and then have that expressed externally. When you want to bring your your whole life into alignment with the calling of your soul. Now, this can happen suddenly. Um, a sudden impulse and urge that everything needs to change. And um, at other times, there are these whispers. There's this inner knowing. Then there can be some resistance, but there's this calling that you got to go on that journey you gotta go inward you gotta go down into the underworld maybe explore some of the shadows and integrate that um, before you get the gold so what I loved about this podcast some of the standout uh, themes was that really it is about falling in love with the process so when we have a vision for something new that we'd like to call in to our lives there can be a, a, an expectation that, okay, I've seen it and now I want it to show up and manifest all of a sudden. And there are some reasons why. Um, why it doesn't happen that way because if it happened that way, there wouldn't be the, the growth and the, the development of our character that, that comes from engaging with all of the, the challenges and sometimes the obstacles on this journey. To clarify that calling, to purify, and, and sometimes the the end result may look a little bit different to um, to what we originally saw when, when we started out. But when we come into alignment, what flows out of us in terms of our self-expression is something beautiful and it's something true. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are. Welcome to the Sovereign Medicine Podcast. I'm joined today in the studio by actually one of my mentors, Nicholas Perrin. Nicholas supported me last year as I put together the foundations for for setting up Sovereign Medicine. Nicholas, welcome to the space. Thanks, Daniel. It's an honour and a privilege to be here with you in this moment, and thank mm. you to all the guests. Yeah, it's wonderful to have you here, and I'm excited about what we're going to explore. So just to introduce Nick a little further, Nicholas runs a business called Lionheart Coaching, and the best way to describe his role in that business is as a guide. Now, what does that mean? So if you were going to go to Nepal, to go trekking, you might hire a, um, a local guide, someone who knows the terrain and some of the tricky spots, someone who's walked that journey before many times, someone that you can trust to get you to not only to your destination but through some of the, the, um, yeah, the challenges that you might meet along the way because there are a number of unknowns when you're trekking or hiking. Or if you were to land in Iquitos in Peru, you might be met by a local shaman or even a wannabe shaman, uh, people who promise that they can guide you into the interior realms of your psyche and the nature of reality itself. And if you were to travel to India on a spiritual quest, there are many teachers with many paths to the divine, and um, they may claim that they can take you some of the way. And for Nicholas, what the um, what these journeys are about, <clears throat> which he um, he crafts so um, so beautifully with his clients, um, we're talking about the the soul journey, and what that is about is that we, we believe that everybody um, arrives on Earth with this specific essence, with these frequencies, with. A, um, a message, a texture, perhaps a mission or a song, um, creativity, something to breathe into the world um, as we, we co-create um, our reality here. And there are a number of people who are becoming more aware, more awake and more conscious of, of that reality because Somehow, um, you know, we, we do forget. We grow up um, in a conditioned environment, in a family, in a society um, with, you know, stories from the past. And it's part of our, um, our individuation process to discover what's really, you know, what's me and what, um, what is, you know, what, what do I want to take on and what do I want to discard, what do I want to transform and evolve and so with a number of us awakening, uh, there seems to be a natural yearning for co-creation, for community, for um, a, new, a new paradigm, a new way of, of being, of living, of working, of um, economics, of, um, of um, creativity, of connection. Now, to do this together... We really need to um, go on that, that inward journey, that hero's journey of the soul so that we can, when we come together, um, can bring our unique individual expression and colour the, um, 
the the canvas um, in, in a much more exciting way than if we were to simply join join a program, join a you know a, a team, a cult, a, um, yeah, a one path and a dogma. So Nicholas, um, um, why don't you you take the wheel for a moment and, and steer us in the, the direction that this conversation is going to go. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, appreciate your introduction. And it it's beautiful that ultimately what we were sharing before was that we, as a collective, we want to live in more unity and co-creation. Most people want to make a difference in the world. Most people would love to be seen for who they are and to be ac- accepted, all, all of them, right, and to feel like, wow, I'm adding some piece to this greater puzzle and there's a joy, there's an excitement, there's an appreciation of that contribution. And in order to get there, which is what you were sharing, Daniel, yeah. we all have to go on our own hero's journey first mm-hmm. because the old paradigm is based on separation to God's source divinity, separation to, to each other, and therefore there's this sense of competition, there's a sense that there isn't enough, there's a sense mm-hmm. that I need to accumulate and hoard and mm-hmm outwit others or kind of gain some kind of superior position in society through achievement, through Mm -hmm. status, through recognition. Yeah. And and so it's based on the sense of there's not enough, there's lack. You know, poverty consciousness is prevailing in the old paradigm and most people are focusing a lot of their energy on survival. Mm. So in order for us to move into a paradigm of love and unity and connection and oneness, before we can yeah. get there and create a society that is based on that on that value set, we can only get there through each person choosing out of their own free will to go into the inner path, which uh-huh. is the hero's journey. Yeah. And so it, what I would really love to bring into this conversation uh, is what are some of the key components that um, that are that are Quite, this is, they're not necessarily complicated, but they're really important. There have been some big uh, moments in my own life, some stories that I know you also have mm. that we could really illustrate that. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, so that brings us to our, our first first point that we, we feel like we'd like that we really want to share. Um, and that is regarding the potency of your decision. Now, often, there comes a point in our lives, in our path, in the yeah, the external journey where you know we come to a fork in the road, there's a left or a right. Um back to the left, it could be quite familiar, it could be a path that um we've we've walked that way before. And to the right, um there's a whole new unknown world, but there's something that that pulls us away from that familiarity into to something unfamiliar, and I I reckon when that happens, there's there's something that's activated within us, some some part of our you know our unique our individual spark that says, "Wait, this is right for me." Or well, that that path to the metaphorically, we're saying that the left is the familiar, it's the status quo. There's something juicy. Um, about about this this right path, and just from listening to to what you just shared, it starts with an, an internal that internal connection and, and knowing 
um, imaging God's source divinity, um, connection to self, and really taking that, that moment to, to pause I know when you, you set up a, a journey with a client and you work with me, we spent a bit of time to drop in, to listen, to um, to, to get quiet inside to, so that, that I could clarify, as, as I said in the beginning, what, what, what's, what voices are true and which ones are, are noise. Absolutely. Yeah, so the potency of making a decision is – Instead of there being path A, B, C, D, mm-hmm. or as you mentioned, Dan, yeah. like the familiar or yeah. the well-trodden and then the path of the unknown, which is usually the path, that is the soulful path. Often we are constantly encouraged to go into the unknown because that's where the mystery and the magic and also where miracles lie, but it does fundamentally really push the buttons of our human nature that goes for security and comfort and belonging mm-hmm. and predictability. But it's like there are these two opposing forces of adventure, yes. newness, freshness, experience, and evolution, which happens in the unknown, or going for the well-trodden path, which is, you know, the human element. And that's part of the soulful path mm-hmm. of being aware of when I'm making my decisions. Yeah. What am I choosing? Am I choosing actually what my soul really wants to experience, which could go against everything that I've ever known or to make some very big decisions. Like, you know, for me having to leave the corporate world, mm-hmm. that came from a soulful place of this recognition that your my place was not in that world. And even though it was comfortable and good money and I was progressing, something in me was like, that's not your path. And it was scary because I didn't know what my path was. Mm-hmm. It was completely unknown, yeah. and I was fumbling around. Yeah. And one of the um, one of the supportive um, ways that that I found to really help me was actually just to share that with people. So when you, when going into the unknown, just to go, oh, I'm moving into this new area in my life, and I actually don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And and but what I am aware is, like for me, the clarity I had was, I feel I'm going to be working with people, and I feel it's about relationships. I feel it's about people and community, that was as much clarity as I had yeah. when I was still in the corporate world. Yeah, sure. And I was thinking sales, client relationship, yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't ever thinking, you know, going on this journey. It sure. wasn't part of my yeah. awareness. Okay. But just to give yeah. people a bit of flavor. It's like, yeah, you don't know. You don't know what you, what you don't know, but you know that there's something that you want to find out. That, yeah, it reminds me of um, in my health journey and stepping into sovereignty and really becoming, you know, like the, the center of my of of my life. And yeah, for me, health was a was a key part of that. Um, that that came after uh, having um, just a recurring injury where I had to have um, I, I had three operations actually on. Um, on the, the tissue around my tailbone, there was a recurring cyst, or it's called polynodal sinus, is the, is the medical name. Um, so, yeah, I found myself um, really um, in victim mode at that time, was a, was a theme that was, was coming up in my life. I didn't really have a lot of, of direction, not connected to purpose. Generally, pretty un, unhealthy and, and not not looking after myself, um, it started with just getting pissed off, just getting fed up, 
with you know having this condition that I had to have a, a treatment just a addressing on every day at a medical clinic. Um, yeah, having three surgeries that were that were insufficient that didn't get the job done. Um, and just sitting at a, at the surgeon's office, um, and he was saying, "Oh, I think if I have a, a fourth crack at it, we might get it this time." I realised that there. Um, oh, I kind of realised this a bit later on that often the those yeah treatment options are based on stats, epidemiology, the, the general population, um, rather than actually the the individual. And also supporting the the individual's ability and the body's ability to regenerate, to self heal, to activate the the healer within. So I had a yeah moment just sitting at a at a train station, which is um, great symbology. Um, but I was really there, and um, yeah, I was just I thought, okay, there's got to be a different way. There's got to be a different train to get on. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure that the, there are other options and I'm going to figure out what they were. So I found, found my answers with that pretty, pretty quickly, pretty powerfully, pretty simply. Things were a lot easier when I, when I found that particular medicine. And um, I was challenged again um, traveling a few years ago when I had appendicitis. Um, and I just had this knowing. Now, this isn't advice. This isn't right and true for everybody but <clears throat> I just had a knowing that it wasn't good for me to go under anesthetic again um, and to have this part of my digestive tract cut out there is a belief that it is doesn't serve any purpose however that, that's not that's not how I see it that's not the I didn't fully know but I had the, the intuition that there's a little bit more to it so again I was able to to stand in my sovereignty and say uh, you know, I don't, I don't consent to that that um, treatment plan. I've got another idea. So I had antibiotics in the hospital, stayed there for four days. I was doing my practices, getting my energy, getting my vibration up, um, taking turmeric extract that my partner had brought in, reishi mushroom, and, yeah, praying, um, putting my hands on the, the faucets, the, the taps, because I know that grounds you physically to the earth. When I was praying, I was actually praying for other people as well. I found that a, a really cool little um, little practice. Anyway, there's um, a lot that I did. I won't share everything right now. But, yeah, ended up to the surprise of the, the staff, the nurses, the doctors, and, um, yeah, walking out of there. Still got my appendix six or, or seven years later. But, yeah, that was a time when there was a – a calling for me to, to step up and to, I guess, put some weight in some of the, in the message that I was starting to share because I had written a, a blog article a couple of weeks ago about, you know, what can happen if we go down, um, you know, just let our life slide down a particular pathway. Um, and this cascade of, of events that can, can spiral us downward into, into disease or into disconnection, um, away from the, the, the path of, um, of thriving, of self-discovery um, and of empowerment to create, you know, what we're here to create. 
I feel that that really is a beautiful segue into mm. into the second key point, yeah. which, which is really about how do we ground in in our everyday life our constant choice, the choices that we're making on a day-by-day basis to align to our soul path. Because as you mentioned, it's very easy and I'll, you know, share in a moment some personal examples where, you know, you're going down, it's, it's, it's looking all pretty uh, rosy and sweet and then just incrementally, it's like one degree to the left and then after a month or so, you re- realisation like, wow, I'm really off track mm. again. You know, what happened? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. And it's oh, just- yeah, and that's <laughs> the frustration, right? Whether it's in your um, your personal journey or in in health, you know, you can have the – I've got a a note here for a little bit later on, but it's, um, you know, we can get caught in these dogmas or there can be, you know, having all the ducks lined up, I've done all the right things, but then like this, um, you know, curveball is thrown in or just, you know, on on that path for – on the straight and narrow for – for a little while, and then it just starts to, uh, like you said, one, one degree to to the side and, oh, you're out of alignment, yeah. Absolutely. And it's like what, I, what I've realised is that in the, when I started this, this journey, I was still motivated by uh, pain and, and gain, you know, the, the golden carrot, you know. Mm. And, and so what would happen is the daily choices for me in the beginning were I chose them when I wasn't in a good place. So it's like I'm going to meditate or I'm going to do my breath work or yoga or go walk to nature because I'm not in a good place, right? Right. And, and what I've realized as time has moved forward is actually there's a lot of very powerful spiritual and health and embodiment practices that we actually choose on a daily basis. Like we brush our teeth every day. It's not we don't brush our teeth when we go, oh, there's a bit of plaque now appearing or, oh, I've got yeah. bad breath. Now I'm going to start yeah. brushing my teeth. It's actually, no, we're doing this as a preventative measure and it's exactly the yeah. same with the soulful path, having different practices that purify our mind, raise our frequency and vibration, keep us grounded, keep us in our in our centre in, mm. in a clear space mm. so that our, our everyday human moments, we're not getting pulled into reaction or into negativity mm. and then spiralling into, say, victim or blame yeah. or negativity. And we're able to be a little bit more, you know, like like the, the martial arts, yes. uh, yeah. uh, you know, self-mastery yeah. experts of going, yeah. okay, this is coming at me. How am I going to yeah. respond to this? Mm. Because I've cultivated enough space yeah. and ability to not go into automatic reaction and in my experience without a daily practice and without being kind of purposeful on my choices every day, it gets more and more difficult to do that Yeah. even if you've been on the path for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exactly right and you, you mentioned the martial arts and those traditional and ancient practices were coming to mind for me as well as you were talking because if you consider the, the Buddhist practices, the yogic practices, Taoist Zen practices, um, it's about a daily practice. It's about showing up because you've chosen to to show up and so no matter what's going on in the background, no matter how you're feeling emotionally or where you, if you're a bit tired or where your body's at, when you do, and, you know, we, we don't need to be rigid, we don't need to be dogmatic, um, we both follow um, 
Yeah, a, a non-conventional, our, our, we've created our, our own path. Um, however, the, the wisdom of those traditions is, is that, you know, when you, when you stay with it, the wisdom arises and you, you know, you begin to see through the, you know, the stories, the filters of, of the mind, which can be, yeah, it can be a pitfall, can be one thing that, 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 that keeps us in that loop or puts us back in the, yeah, on that, on that old, old treadmill, right? So. Absolutely. So, you know, part of the, the soulful path uh, is, is cultivating a daily practice. And, and one nuance to that is it doesn't have to be rigid. So I think what's a little bit different with the, the age of empowerment or sovereignty is yeah. that instead of following a, a dogmatic uh, religion or practice, and there's definitely value in, in, in these, but again, it's coming back to your own individual self-authority and trusting your own intuitive knowing of, you know, what is it, what am I actually choosing and why am I choosing it? And so the daily practices for me do evolve and change over time. And I know that when I'm working with people, it's not set in stone. As we build the practices, I get the person to tune in and, and to go, well, what am I going to choose today? Why am I choosing that? Not just to be an automatic kind of mindless, yeah. kind of yeah. almost repetitive robotic experience. I'm yeah. like, now I've got my daily practice. Now I live my human life. And it's, it's not meant to be like that. It's meant yeah. to be dynamic and connected to how I'm feeling. Like, what how am I feeling today? Am I more in an expansive space? Am I more internal? Yeah. Like the seasons yeah, exactly. of, of, you know, life. It's like sometimes we're going into hibernation yeah. and we're feeling like, oh, I need to be more inside, more internal, a bit more quieter, pull my energy in. And other times it's about being out in the world and expressing and no cycle is mm. bad or wrong. Although I personally found it much more difficult when life was pulling me inward I used to resist that because yeah. I used to feel like something's wrong. Something's wrong I yeah. should be, my energy should be out there. I should be, you know, um, you know, vibrant and expressing. And I, you know, partly that's conditioning, the conditioning yeah. of achievement, of having to be out there and be seen. And, yeah. you know, none of that is uh, sustainable yeah. or even natural. Mm. Uh, I found that to be a particularly challenging readjustment and, mm. and learning to trust, oh, no, my energy is going in. I can trust I'm going to be, I am being supported and yeah. that by cultivating the inner, inner world, like yes. when I come back out, it's going to be graceful, it's going to be beautiful, yeah. it's going to have impact and there isn't going to be a pushing or a forcing energy, yeah. which was something that I did experience in my own journey. Yeah, and you, uh, you, you shared that with me in our journey together last year that there's um, an expansion where you, you know, go out, you put something out into the world where you connect with people and then there's a natural contraction of bringing that in um, so that you can integrate that experience it might bring up shadow aspects things that are uncomfortable and um, it's not that there's anything wrong it's just a, an opportunity to deepen to know myself more more fully and, and intimately and um, yeah in my in, in my health journeys as well, and I support people, um, you know, I like to use the, that seasonal um, um, imagery as well. Um, and, you know, start in autumn in a, in a clearing phase, set them up with these practices. And at the beginning of a journey, just like how you shared, you set up with a bit of structure. Try these things on for a while and um, also 
you know, let's look at what you're already doing and how we can use that to, you know, achieve this intention of clearing. And things can come up. There can be, you know, what some people call the, the healing crisis, the detox symptoms. People can feel worse. They can go, I don't know if this is working. And hopefully they say, but I'm going to trust in, in the process for now. And it's just my job to say, yep, this is, you're in exactly the right place. Um, you're doing the things. Your body is, um, yeah, your mind is, is um, yeah, letting go. And, and, and when we move into the next season, um, which for how I work is winter and it's about, about building up and just sort of, um, you know, nurturing that, that little seed, um, securing the, the foundations before expanding in the springtime and really flourishing in the summer. Um, so in terms of, of, of health, yeah, I like to remind people you, your body is like, is, is nature. Your body is nature. It's not like nature. It is nature. We're nature a part of it and it's a part of us. Um, and in nature, there's seasons and there's weather. There's sunny days, um, there's windy days, rainy days, stormy days, and days when um, there's a lot of change. Um, the sunny, stable days feel great. And if we have the, um, the you know, subtlety of our practice and awareness and the tools as well, then we know how to, to navigate it when there's less energy available or there's, you know, a bit of discomfort. Um, and then I will, you know, share some, some tools of how people can, um, you know, clean up, tighten things up, um, deepen um, into, into rest and really just allow, allow the process to, to unfold um, and, and know that they are, yeah, that they're, they're, they're surfing those those waves um so i find and you know in um in chinese medicine as well in all the ancient texts and i'm sure probably in, in Ayurveda and, and everywhere um you know there's beautiful full poetry about what actually can happen when you um you ride those currents with grace when you can you know see the see the the read the conditions, the signs, and just adapt your your practices, your journey accordingly. You start to see the gold. You see the harvest as you come through those um, those parts of the season where it could stay with the summer, autumn, winter. But, it's, yeah, you know, we're kind of talking metaphorically now, but, um yeah, as you, you move through, you, you collect more um, more wisdom, more understanding about yourself. Um, and, yeah, when you put it into that that cyclical circle model, that is very different to climbing that ladder or reaching for those those carrots, those things that are, are just out of reach. And, yeah, we can often, you know, burn ourselves out thinking, oh, this, I need to be... Um, even on the, the inward journey, the spiritual journey, I need to be f somehow further ahead, somewhere where I'm not. Um, I, we can start to, to measure, use those um, those old old paradigm values to, to measure our you know our new chosen um, success.
Totally. And it's like, yeah, I think this third kind of key point is when we're going down uh, a soulful path, our own individuated journey, is to really fall in love with the process. And I think that's what you're, you know, alluding to with the with the seasons. It's yeah. like in winter and autumn, there is a natural destruction, there's a clearing, there is a breaking down, there's also a chaos, chaos in that. And that can be very unsettling. It can be actually quite scary because there is something within me that is breaking down. And it's like, what's going to happen when this is not here anymore? But the irony is it's like in order for the new to come in, something has to break away, something has to dissolve. Like when a fire goes through a bush, there is a destruction, but there's a clearing and all the dead wood burns out and then yeah. there's space for the new to come through. And this is this is normal. This is a normal part of the uh, sovereign, soulful, individuated path. That is, we go through cycles of this constantly and there's many examples like I kind of now look back at certain times in my life and I remember when I've gone through these burning cycles. Um, there was a couple of times where, for example, I've created a company with three other coaches called Love Intelligence. We've gone into the corporate world. We had a kind of a, a bold vision of sharing heart-based values, leadership in okay. the corporate world, yeah. you know, in a, in a very achievement competitive, dominating environment, mm. uh, a very different reality, a very different set of values. And that that company didn't work. It, 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 it didn't manifest into what I, we thought it would. But by going into the destruction, I was at the passion, yeah. my thirst for passion. And it's all about going into yeah, the nothingness yeah. and yeah. being in that. And I was like, okay, maybe this path isn't for me. Maybe mm. what I'm what I'm doing, this is, um, you know, it's not the right thing and being willing to let it all go. And I've actually, uh, I've recognized it's, it's been a few times on this journey. Am I willing to let it all go? Yeah. Truly. And then to see what's, what is that left and what naturally kind of germinates and, and takes form into the next. And that can be really scary because it's mm. like, particularly when something's been successful. Yeah. So moving to a different story, like yeah. when I was in Sydney and then felt this very strong calling to go overseas to explore something completely different, going to sacred sites and exploring the new earth paradigm. It's like there was a whole Lionheart had been building now for five years or six years. And the message was, you're going to need to let it go. Yeah. And so for a year, I, I didn't do anything. There right. was no lion heart. Yeah. And it was like, okay, maybe that creation is gone. And it was only a, a, actually a year and four months that it naturally came back. And it was yeah. like, no, this, there is still truth in here. And now you can put energy into it. So, but I had to let it go. And I yeah. didn't um, do anything for four, one year and four months. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be, um, it, it becomes even, more personal when you have taken that journey and you've created a structure which is it was authentic at the time it did come from the soul and then sometimes we're called to let them go or to i guess die into the unknown and perhaps it will it will evolve it will transform it will become become the next thing or the seeds of it will go on to to create the yeah the, the foundations of your your next thing, um, so yeah what I what I heard in there was you, you shared um, firstly well, one of the stories that you shared was an example of how um, 
a few years ago you attempted to to co-create with um, with two other two three. Yeah, twenty. That was in twenty thirteen. Yep. Twenty third two thousand thirteen. Yeah, with three others three or four others. of us. Yeah, you know, and that and that went over almost a year. Yep. So we we, we had been co creating in another in a, in a group organization mm. that had collapsed. Yeah. Then the, then the remnants of that meant that the four of us were together. We then built something, yes. and then it collapsed. Yeah. So part of the soulful path is yeah. that sometimes we go through cycles. They're not the final thing, but they they yeah. they're lessons that yeah. we've got to go through to learn certain things in order yeah. to be the version of self that we need to be to create what it is actually we want. Yeah, I'm curious about those lessons. I don't know, for me, I could think of um, some projects and businesses that didn't really get off the ground. And the, the, the last one, one before Sovereign Medicine, it was really that um, I, I was just kind of open listening to, um, you know, too many voices that, that were not, not my own, so I was was in, in, in partnership and um, and creating something, but um, it wasn't clear enough for me, um, you know what 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 was what was my truth in it all, and what you know what my why was behind that one in particular. Um, so yeah, I found that I needed to to first. Um, I can see now the, the potential in my business for it to grow and to um, become collaborative and, and for a team to emerge. Um, however, I really needed to um, go deep inside. Um, the, the, um, the parameters of 2020 that kind of allowed me and maybe some would say forced <laughs> um, society to, to take that 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 look inside um, has been really, really formative. Um, yeah, and I'm curious to hear a little bit how those lessons have evolved because I know that you've explored, um, um, I guess, community, intentional community um, around the world. Um, you've had a look and kind of, um, I guess you, you said to me you're in, in research, in research phase of, of seeing um, – yeah, new possibilities of of how we could create create something together. Whether it's a business or I um you know a, a home a community. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, there's so many lessons. Yeah. Um, I think the key one, the one of the big ones for me was: Am I truly standing in my own power? Which means, like, do I truly believe in myself? Do I know what value I bring into the space? Yeah. Do I know what is my unique essence? And sometimes this essence, as you mentioned, your song, or it's it can be, it isn't it isn't like always crystal clear, right? It's it can be quite abstract sometimes. As as simple as sometimes the medicine might be when I move when I walk into a space, there's a certain energetic that permeates from me mm-hmm. which allows something to unlock in other people it could be something quite subtle like like that right yeah um for me like one thing that i've realized it's like i can listen to people sharing that, their ideas what it is and then help them kind of crystallize it in a way that makes more sense to them and others yeah so these things take take time and, and so that's why those failed experiences, we call them failures, but they're really just learnings. Yeah. 
help kind of go, well, what did I learn in that? Or what did that project that seemingly didn't work out, what was it trying to teach me? So with that love intelligence uh, company, it, for me, the big thing was standing in my power. And, you know, there were certain skills and lessons that I needed to learn, right? How do I communicate to people, you know, in the old paradigm, it's sales, yeah, right? Yeah. How do I communicate to people in a very clear way, in a precise way? I'm really able to hold them, holding their needs um gently in honor and respect and also being clear on what is it that I can help them with and what is it that I can't help them with as well and being able to advise them in the moment with clarity and that was something I didn't know back then yeah and I was relying on other people in that business okay. to do that yeah and partly that was one of the motivations why I joined that uh -huh. that, that business because there were things that I was afraid of or didn't yep. believe in myself okay so standing in my power was like oh I, there's no shortcuts. Like, I've got to go through that door. Yeah, I have to do it. <laughs> it's like, oh, do I really have to yeah, do that? Do yeah. I have to? It's like, yeah, you do. Yeah. And that was what, in the passion, that was yeah. like, the message that came in. It was like, it's, it's like there's no shortcut. Got to go for it um, and fall in love with the process. And I think that's what the third point is. It's like no yeah. shortcuts. Yeah. Um, the struggles and the difficulties and the challenges are going to be what they are. And am I okay to be seen within myself and in the outside world in those challenges? Because, again, a common kind of, I would say, false projection, particularly in the coaching world, yeah. is that there's this kind of sense that I need to be seen as having all my ducks lined up all the time. My yeah. life is perfect. Everything is yeah. always yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and the reality is that that's not true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I know. I've definitely done that, and that was part mm. of of the 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 um, going overseas for me, the crumbling okay, and the yeah. crushing of that identity because it yeah. was an identity. Yeah. And and that's why now I don't actually the, like the Lionheart Coaching, which is what it used to be, is now called the Lionheart Path, because coaching okay. for me is just one aspect yeah. of what I do, and being a guide as you so beautifully shared, yeah. feels more true yeah. in the relationship that I have with the person I'm connecting with yes. and helping. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm this, you know, person that has all my shit together. It's yeah. like as I've walked, you know, this path and I'm familiar with certain things, I can absolutely be a service to people in this. Yeah. Uh, but also their path is their path and, and I'm there to serve them and we're going to discover that together. Yeah. So I love the way that you really brought this conversation like down to earth and into the into the human realm, into the, the everyday, um, because it can be a bit of an illusion in the same way that if I get, you know, the the paycheck and the white picket fence, get the car, get the partner and whatever, um, you know, uh, values that we 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 might get taught in society you know that important all of those things are cool like they're a cool part of the journey if you want to go for it but yeah when it when it becomes about that that thing where where the yes it's there no it's not there like tick cross fail on track not on track um yeah you, you in in the same way in the in in the soul journey um we can think that we gotta look good and have all all the ducks lined up, and really, um, it is it's true that it's always a process, and that um, I guess tension and uncomfortability 
is something to welcome, something to embrace and something to learn from. If it's not there, um, we might be a bit too comfortable. It's okay to kick back and cruise for a bit and there's no point looking for drama, looking for pain. That can be a pattern as well and something to to um, to integrate. Um, however, yeah, this is... Um, this is life. This is this is what it means to to be human. To, to go through, um, you know, this this journey. Like what um, you could call it a battle. You could call it a game. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could call it a, a you know a movie. Uh, there's excitement in in the um, in that that unknown in that in the the process. That we um yeah as you so beautifully put it that we want to fall in love with so um yeah it becomes about the the journey the destination is important to have as a um you know something to align our, our compass toward you know if I'm climbing a mountain I could be excited when I wake up every day to know I'm just going to be climbing this mountain today and at the end of the day I'm not going to be on top of it and it might take me a month or six to, uh, to reach a pinnacle and when I get there I'm going to look around and take in the, the splendour, the wonder. I'm probably going to feel real good and at some point I'll come down to base camp again, maybe kick back for a little bit and then think, okay, I'm going to climb another mountain now because I had a lot of fun on that last one. I grew a lot. And, um, yeah, I'd like to keep that that um, that way of life going because um, because it, it means something. It's, um, yeah, I feel connected. I feel um, like I am becoming... Um, Becoming myself, becoming who I, I was destined to be. Yeah, that's beautiful, Dan. Yeah. And yeah, that's the soul's journey. The soul's journey is like we have a vision, we have we, we make choices. You know, I make choices in my life of what I'm saying yes to, what I'm saying no to, and having a vision is important, but by no means is it rigid and life absolutely will throw in some curveballs here and there and uh, and that's beautiful and mm. amazing and Ultimately, it's like how is life, how is our circumstances supporting us to become the person that we become? Yeah. And I think that's the gold often, not really what it is that we get, you know, whatever it is that we perceive we need to need to get, uh, but it's the, the version, the experience of self as an ever-evolving experience that mm. becomes quite quite enjoyable and, and, um, yeah. and, and a beautiful gift that, we can not only give to ourselves but to others. Uh, all right. I think there's plenty of gold dust all over this um, this little um, this podcast that we've done here today. So, again, thank you so much for, for joining me, for, um, yeah, illuminating the path. And um, so if, you know, someone's listening, there's having a little aha moment, something's being sparked within, or they're, they're drawn to, um, particularly to you and your, your, your work, your offerings. Um, what, what have you got? What's, um, you know, a good way for them to, to connect with you? 
I know you've got um yeah a few few different uh, offerings uh, happening this year. Yeah. So I would suggest, um, firstly, to go to my website, www.lionheartcoaching.com.au. I've got a, uh, a free video series that I share a little bit more about the Soul Blueprint, mm. how to get on that path. And it's a free video series just to get a bit, you know, a bit more of a sense of who I am. There's also podcast recordings that I've created in the past called Breaking Free from the 9 to 5. That's all on, on the website as well. Awesome. For, for more up-to-date information, I'd recommend to join me uh, in Authenticity Speaks, which is yeah. a private Facebook group, um, posting daily there, you know, different themes and topics that I'm encountering in my own life. So those would be uh, easy, non, you know, no, no, um, don't have to worry about, you know, uh, thinking thinking about it to, to connect with me. But um, there's also actual journeys that I offer as well, Ignite Your Soul Expression, uh, is a group journey and yeah. that will be kicking off uh, in April at this point. Great. So, yeah. Yep. And I know you've got um, some exciting exciting projects in the works too around um, soulful communication, group work, um, the individual journeys are, are always like, I guess, the, yeah, very, very deep um, and, yeah, powerful way to sort of get somebody to the, for somebody to, to take that jump to, um, yeah, really lift off and um, firstly dive down and, and sort of excavate the, the, the waters of the, you know, depths of the lake of the, the soul and, and to bring forth that gold and bring something into the world. So that's something that I can, you know, um, put, um, speak very, very highly of, of that experience, very grateful for having taken that journey. Uh, with you, myself, um, and those are mostly um, you're you're working online exclusively these days. Yeah, Main, mainly yeah. at the moment. Yeah. I've I've in the past, you know, done a lot of workshops, a lot of face to face. Yeah, obviously with yeah with COVID and also my desire to to, to, to yeah. be more in in nature. Yeah, I'm not in the city yeah. anymore. Yeah, uh, online world is is uh, serving me in that in that regard. Yeah, uh, at this point, but you know, we'll see how we roll. Yeah, awesome. And um, if you uh, would like to get in touch with me and explore um, what we're doing at Sovereign Medicine, um, the website is www.sovereignmedicine.com. I'm just starting to uh, populate the, the store, the online dispensary there with some um, yeah exciting products, some tools to um, really bring the body into balance, into alignment. I have some great products that help with sleep, um, some gut healing products, mood products, um, and products that help with pain. But in terms of um, like the services, the journeys, um, yeah, I offer a, a three-month um, gut healing journey, um, which, yeah, starts with the, that... Um, Bringing, bring balanced, um, clearing out, bring balance, restoring the gut biome. There's some some powerful tools that I've discovered, um, but yeah, also bringing in the um, the the also bring support to the um, you know the 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 emotional side, the the um, the energetic 
um, blueprint that you have and really beginning to connect with that, to activate that, um, you know, to connect inwardly at the same time as um, cultivating the, um, the, the daily practices um, to bring your, your body into vibrancy, into health so that, um, you know, you can feel happy, you can enjoy life, enjoy your um, relationships more, have more freedom and, um, and, and power really to, to create something awesome um, in your life that you can share with others. Um, so again, Nicholas, um, thank you. Thanks, Dan, and thank you to the beautiful audience. It's been a pleasure to be in co-creation with you all today. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks again, and um, until next time, ciao for now.